God is good. And all the time. Amen. Good. It's good to see you. Good to see you. I'd like to give my appreciation to Pastor Colin, Pastor Amanda. Thank you through Christ for allowing me to be me. For allowing Tyre to be Tyre. How many of you know there's only one Tyre? There can only be one tire. There can only be one tire. Amen. Just like to recognize the team serving downstairs as well, the coronet team. God bless you guys down there as you serve the Lord faithfully down there. Somebody said, I look Nigerian today. I always look Nigerian. I just need to open my mouth and you know where I'm from. I'm proud of it. Where were you guys yesterday? Hmm? How many Nigerians do we have in the house? Uh, some of you, uh, because you were born in London. Don't deny yourself. Oh. Uh, all this, I was born in Britain. I was born in London. I was born in Newcastle. You are Nigerian. There's only one, one time in my life I denied myself of being Nigerian. Just, just once, just once. Everywhere I go, I'm proud to be a Nigerian. Amen. Even though I was born in London. Amen. Even though I carry a red passport, but I'm proud to be a Nigerian. But this time I wasn't, I wasn't prepared to fight. It was in Kenya. On land. I was crossing in from Kenya into Nairobi. Sorry, from, from Kenya into Tanzania. And I know, I just don't know why. I don't know why. Most of the immigration officers in Kenya do not like me. They wonder, this Nigerian boy with a British passport, born in London, and they look at me, they look at my name, Olumide Omotayawira, born in London. And they're looking, they're looking, they're looking. So, so I, I know the look, I know the look. I know the look. You know, even one of them asked me one day, are you related to Olumide from, you know? I said, the guy is from Congo, behave yourself. But this man... You know, he kept on looking at me, kept on looking at me, looking at my name. And I know he's not looking at my picture, he's looking at my name. Hulumide Amotayo, Awiera, born London, citizen, British. Looking at me, looking at me, looking at me, looking at me. He didn't know what to say. Then he said to me, where is your grandfather from? I said, Jamaica, man, Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica, man. <laughs> prove it. Prove it that I'm Nigerian. Anybody prove it that I'm Nigerian? I just thought, look, I, I, I'm not going to argue, man. I don't have the time to fight today. Amen. But where were you, Nigerian? Oh, my God, we had some fun. Anybody here yesterday? Whoa. Yay! Wow! I tell you, we had some fun. Nigerians can dance, man. My God. Amen. Amen. Don't worry. No, next time we invite you to dance. See all this, you are telling people to dance. Come to the Nigerian net. Uh, as long as you bring an African son, no soccer. I tell you, we had a, a guest artist, um, Diabelo. I'm sure you, you know Diabelo. I, I tell you, this was just, you know, he, he, he sang in 10 different languages. Oh, I tell you. And this was just to, just to welcome the friends of Nigeria. 
So what he would do, where are you from? China, he would sing to you in, in Chinese. Where you're from? I'm from Russia. He will speak to you in Russian. Where you're from? I'm from Congo. He will speak to you in French. That was just to, it's true, isn't it? That was just to, just to, because he said, look, I'm taking you to Lagos, so, so let's, let's, let, let's deal with our, our guests first. So he sang to them, and then he started singing in some of our languages, Ibu, Awuza, Yoruba. Ah, some of you, you missed. <laughs> you missed. The only thing we can do is there's some jollof rice out there for you, Nigerian double prize. Double, double. <laughs> Okay, I have told them if you're Nigerian, if you're Nigerian, no, I was born in Britain. If you're Nigerian, we, ju- we just ask you your name, Olu, Ade, whatever, Ngozi. <laughs> you know, don't tell me you're Peter. Once we ask you your name, you pay double for not being there. But I encourage you, you know, it's a fantastic thing that we're doing here, celebrating different nationalities, you know, different cultures. It's such a joy just to see what, what God is doing amongst us in Jesus' name. So thank you, Nigerians. Bless you. Hallelujah. Ooh. Okay, no problem. <laughs> if, you, if you Nigerians are going to ignore me, we'll talk later. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I, or this afternoon, I want to... That's why you just, you've got to allow me to be me. I want to talk about ridiculous faith. If you have your Bibles, turn, turn with me, please, to the book of Mark chapter 5 ridiculous faith that's what I believe God is saying this afternoon you know what that means when people hear what you're believing God for they'll laugh it's time to laugh We have a big God, people of God. We, we do. We have a big God. I was in Lagos in May. May this year. I was, I was ministering on a Sunday in, in a friend's church. And um, th- this guy is a wonderful man of God. You know, very, very, very anointed, great man of God. And... Um, you know, people carry different ministries and different giftings in their lives. And his particular gifting is that when he prays for any family, any couple that is believing God for a child, doesn't matter how long they believe in God for, you know, 15 years, 10 years, you know, at least many of them would have a child. It's a gift from God. It's a gift. It's, like, it's so anointed. He just needs to pray for people. You know, I've, I've heard so many stories I've witnessed so many even somebody I'm telling you even my, my own first cousin that he prayed for okay so these, these are things that I know not that they, they, they tell me but things I know and this lady and her husband and, and they I think the baby was about three months old they, they came to the front just dancing and dancing and it was the way they were dancing both the family and the couple and I'm sure the baby as well, three-month-old, you know, dancing by faith. So I asked him, why so much celebration? The man said, when we get to the house, I'll tell you. So he began to tell me the story of this woman that has been believing God for about 15 years. They couldn't have a child. 
And, um, you know, the woman got fed up one day. She goes for test upon test upon test, different kind of tests. And this, this day, she was just crying on the phone to the pastor. I said, look, I've done another test, and I've got this medical report, and they keep on confirming this is happening, this still exists, blah, blah, all kind of story. So the man said, just come, just, just, just come to my office. You know, just leave, just, just, just come, just come, just come. When the lady got to the to my friend's um, office, he said, where's the report? The woman brought out the report thinking that the pastor was going to read it and, you know, of course, he's a pastor. There's all kind of medical times that I think they've written there. He just took the, 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 the report from, from, from this woman and just tore it. Just tore it. And put it in the bin. And once I said, the woman started screaming, ah, but my, my husband hasn't even read it. And he said, I looked at the woman and said, by this time next year, I prophesy that you have a baby. And that was the baby they were celebrating when I was there in May. I tell you, that is what I call ridiculous faith. We need that, people of God. Amen. We need that. Where you will say something and people will laugh. Not in celebration, but sometimes in mockery. How can that be possible? Amen. How can that be possible? We see these stories in the Bible. I'm sure people were laughing. When Moses said, guys, get ready, get ready, get ready. We're going to cross the Red Sea. I'm sure people were laughing. <laughs> Red Sea, Red Sea, you cross Red Sea. What about Elijah? I'm sure some people were laughing. Three years of famine. And Elijah said, you know what? It's going to rain. It's... I'm sure some guys were laughing. What about David? Today, you uncircumcised Philistine. I'm going to cut your head off. What? what? I'm sure some guys were laughing. Amen. What about Ezekiel? And the dry bones. What about Jesus? Water and wine. Water becoming wine. Water becoming wine. I'm sure some guys were laughing. We have a God that can do the impossible. Come on church. We're going to start trusting him and start, and start stepping out and start launching out and believing God for great things. Amen. Let them laugh. I will see, I will continue to see miracles, the mighty hand of God upon my life and in my situations. Are you with me? What about Lazarus? They came for a funeral. Singing the songs of, of death. And Jesus said, this guy, you know what? You know what? He was not on a bed. He wasn't a, was a tomb. And Jesus said, he's not dead. Sleeping. Snoring. Overslept for three days. Overslept. He's over. He's, he's, he's overslept. Three days. Are you with me? 
ridiculous faith. And people are laughing. What did he say? 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 Amen. I can go on and go on and give you examples. What about Abraham and Isaac? What's your name? <laughs> Look at him. He goes, what's his name again? The father of nations. Not even one child. Change your name, brother. Call yourself depression. <laughs> you know, what? 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 The guy even had the order. You know, when we were growing up, his name was Abram. He even had the audacity and the boldness to call himself Abraham. Who does he think he is? We know him. We know him. Look at We have grandchildren. The man doesn't even have even one. Are you with me? Sarah. I know she laughed. Are you listening to me? It's, it's ridiculous faith. The faith where you will say something and somebody will laugh in mockery. That how can that be possible? People need to see our God in action. Amen. That we serve a powerful and awesome, a great. We don't just sing these things. We don't just say these things. But we're going to see these things in our life in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Are you with me? I can go on and go on and give you examples of things that I've even seen in my own life as well. As a testimony, not just a proof, but as a testimony that God is alive and God can do these things. Oh yes, I can go on today and just give you testimonies upon testimonies of what I've seen with my own eyes of God's power in action. But time won't permit me. So let's go and see what God does through the word, what he did in this situation. Please talk with me in Mark chapter 5. Lord, I pray that you will bless your people this afternoon and somebody will leave this place encouraged and, and, and touch you and believe in you and, 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 and see what the believing God for come to pass in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you that you are a miracle-working God. You, you do wonders, Father. You show wonders. There are signs and wonders that prove and testify of your existence. Father, you don't just leave your, your, your children as orphans, but you bless them. You do the things that man cannot do. Oh God, where people have got reports of, 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 of situations that can never happen. We, we pray that today there will be a reverse in Jesus' name. Amen. The Bible says in Mark chapter 5, let's start from Let's start from 25. Mark 5, 25. There was a certain woman. It's real. There was a certain woman. She had the flow. The flow of blood. You understand? She had the flow of blood for 12 Yes, you know, out of control, couldn't control it. Abnormal, it's not usual. Just imagine what was going through her mind, her life, the physical pain, 
the emotional torment, the social embarrassment. Couldn't go anywhere. Couldn't do anything. Couldn't be around people. For 12 years. 12 years is a long time, people of God. 12 years. Even two months is long. Not to talk about 12 years. She had this uncontrollable situation in her life. That nobody wants. That nobody needs. The Bible says that she had suffered many things. So you see how the enemy works? Apart from that condition, there's so, you know what it is, there's so many things. Probably can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. It's not just the issue of the blood, but there's so many things. Amen. Couldn't go to the market. Couldn't go. She wouldn't be able to come to the Nigerian net and have fun. Are you with me? Couldn't go to a friend's children's wedding. Couldn't go to the market. So a lot of things. So it wasn't just the issue of the blood flowing, but also she suffered many things. The torment of being, of being home. Gonna just make fun about my, my wife. <laughs> Two different people, of course, in, in, in family. Me, me, I, I can stay at home for for. I can stay at home for just me and my room, me and my house. I, I, you know, oh, my wife is the opposite. I said, baby, sit down. Ah, she's gone. Mm, where are you going? I, you know, I tell you, that's that's my wife. He goes, for me, sit down. Sit down. Thank God that things have changed because when I was growing up as well, my dad was like that. My dad never used to go out. But we used to pray. We were unbelievers. We say, man, go out. Just, you know, because if he's around, you don't have fun. I hope my children don't say that about me. But of course, they do have fun. You understand? But for my wife, she's like, wow, she's come back. She's gone again. She's come back. I'm going to the shop. I've come back. I'm going to Lakeside. I'm like, wow, sit down. But this woman, she didn't have the luxury of, 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 of doing that. She was forced to be at home. Just imagine, life with no sky, life with no Liverpool versus Arsenal, life. You, you just imagine, no My United, no CNN, no Sky News, no, what else, no Nollywood. <laughs> just imagine what life was about. Boring. I don't know how she coped. For 12 years. Amen. That's why the Bible says she suffered. She suffered many things. But also in the hands of doctors. Hey, in the name of Jesus, may you never be an experiment for a doctor in Jesus' name. Can I hear a big amen? Amen. Trying this, trying that, try this. I don't believe it. Try that, try this, try that. This might work. Try. Hey, not me. I'm not trying anything. <laughs> try this. It might work. 
Try that. Try this. An experiment in the hands. Are you with me? Bible says she had suffered in the hands of physicians. Try this. This might work. You know, what we call false hope. May you never live a life of, a life of false hope in the name of Jesus. Are you with me? Not just that, another suffering. Bob said she has spent. Are you with me? She has spent all that she had. Spent it all. Gone. At least when you spend your money, you want to see, you know, thank God, you know. Some of you ladies, you like to go into your wardrobe and you begin to thank the Lord for your dresses. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Some of you guys, you wake up in the morning, you see your nice car, say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Nice car. Nice car. You understand? At least there's something to thank God for. Are you with me? You understand? You appreciate things. You appreciate life. You see your shoes. You see your watch. And you thank God for it. Amen? But when you spend money and you can't show anything for it, that is a curse, child of God. It's a curse. Even double curse when there was no progress. At least if there's a bit of improvement when you spend and when you try something, you want at least a bit of improvement. A bit of progress. At least I'm, you see, the progress might not be instant. It might be very, very slow and progressive. But at least there's an improvement. But when there's no improvement at all. And actually, she was spending money and she was, she was in the reverse. Going backward. Somebody said that would never be my portion in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Amen. Are you with me? Spend all our money. And instead of getting better, she was getting worse. She grew worse, says the Bible. Hallelujah. But how many of you know when God intervenes in your situation, I prophesy to some of you right now in the name of Jesus that your change is coming. Your expected change is coming. Hallelujah. Amen. The Bible encourages us to think differently. Hey, start thinking of what God can do. Because I don't know how she did it. I don't know what she did. But what we know through the scripture in verse 27, the Bible says when she heard, when she heard, there's a hearing that changes your life. There's something you hear that you know it is well with me. There's something you hear and you know it's all going to be alright. Amen. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That the moment you hear the word of God, you know that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. You know. You know. The change begins. And that's what many of us need. We get these things in the place of prayer. We get the word in the place when we begin to study the word. 
I don't know about you, but the moment I hear the word of God in my life, I know. I know it's going to be okay. I just need the word. I just need the word. I just need the word. I know sometimes it's a challenge to get to that place, but when you, when you get there, things begin to change. I don't know whether you've been there before. You're praying and you're praying. There's a situation and you're praying. And it's like you can't even move out of gear. One, thank you, Father. You know, you, you know, you know, you know that your prayers are sluggish. You know that you know just you know you're, you're just bouncing up and down. Your prayer is not going anywhere. But you continue to pray. You continue to pray. Never give up. Never give up. Never give up. And then suddenly, suddenly, whoa! You're like you're energized. I'm like that. And suddenly, oh, something kicks in. It's like I move from gear one to gear six. And then the things that come out of my mouth are unbelievable. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, yes. I'm inspired by God. And then I begin to declare. My voice changes. Amen. I begin to speak with authority. It's no longer, yes, yes, yes. If you want to bless me, Lord. Uh, if you want to be kind to me today. My voice changes. Hallelujah. I begin to command things. Hallelujah. Amen. I begin to command things to come from nations I don't know. Hallelujah. I begin to call finance in Saudi Arabia. Come right now in the name of Jesus. Iraq, come right now in the name of Jesus. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Come on. Amen. You understand? I begin to pray. The money my grandfather hid that nobody knows appear right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Boldness. Boldness comes upon you. What you will not say in the flesh, you begin to say in the spirit. Amen. Amen. It's Jesus that makes the difference. The Bible says that when she heard, you need to hear something today. It's Jesus. That name alone. Powerful. Oh, yes. Powerful. That name alone. Powerful. Hey, it's true. There's power. Both in the blood and in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There's power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power. There's power. There's power and power and power in the name of Jesus. When she heard, just need to hear something. When you hear, you change gear. No more autopilot. You see, some of you, thank God for automatic. But sometimes automatic doesn't do the business for me. It's just like you put it in drive and then you go. Sometimes you need to shift it into, you understand? You need, you need, to, you need, to, you need to downgrade to move up. If you, you need to put it in two to, re, to, 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 to sort yourself into gear six. And you begin. Are you with me? She heard. I want somebody to hear something today that will transform their life. We need a transform, a major, major. That's what the world is going to see. Major. Jesus walking, not just quietly, but Jesus walking powerfully amongst us. That the testimonies. Nobody can deny them. Nobody can deny what God is doing. Amen. Nobody, nobody, nobody can deny what God is doing amongst us. Amen. Those kind of testimony that promotes Jesus himself, that testifies to his glory and his kingdom and his power and the awesome name and for who he is. Undeniable miracles. 
You know, there's some many, well, well. We don't want those well, well, well. No well. No well for Jesus. Are you with me when you hear Jesus? I still remember. You know, when, when you know, some of you, I've, I've talked about my own story when I, when I was ill. I got the word. God gave me a word. God gave me a word. God gave me a word. I'm telling you. See, I've shared my son. I don't want to repeat my story. But, you know, when I was in Dublin in hospital, the church sent this, this prophet to me. And this guy came to me and, and prayed for me. And he said, you're going to sleep tonight, man of God. You know my story. See, you're going to sleep tonight. And by the time you wake up, God will give you a word. God gave it to me in my dream. Psalm 144 verse 7. I will deliver you out of the mighty waters. Out of the mouth of strangers. And I, and I got it. Boom. And that was my prayer. That for, when I was sick, that was my prayer. God, I don't care what they say. Out of the mouth, you got cancer. You got this. You got that. You got that. Where have you been? Yeah, 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 yeah. I got the word. He's delivered me. Amen. It's a word. It's a word. Understand? God gave it to me. And the man said it. So by the time you wake up tomorrow, you will have a word. By the time you wake up tomorrow, God will have given you a word. And he gave it to me. Can't forget it. Psalm 144 verse 7. I pray every day. Wake up in the morning, pray. This is the word. You said, Lord, you will deliver me out of the mighty waters. Everything that wants to come and cover my life. Yeah, and drown my life. And drown my ministry. And drown me. You know, waters that will, you know, when, when waters will take you away into a place where, where nobody would ever hear of Tayo anymore. God said, I will deliver you. From the mouth of foreigners. Amen. Those who are saying, you know, don't allow people to say strange things about your life. That's a mouth of a foreigner. Amen. Every mouth that speaks over my life must line up with the word of God. No strange tongues in my life in the name of Jesus. Amen. Deliver you out of the, out of the, out of, you know, the tongues of strangers. Say strange things. Things. See, oh, are you with me? Come on. I have to go and, you know, they, they, they wrote one thing on the form they gave me. I have to go and look at it. You know, me and my friend were Googling it. What does it mean? Strange to me. What does this mean? We're laughing. Me, me, look at me, me. You understand what I'm saying? Strange, strange things. I give you a word that you don't know. The word I want is a Bible word. Amen. Not any strange one. Yes, I want to be blessed and anointed and empowered. Not, not some strange, strange, you know. Me, I've never heard the word chemotherapy in my life. Somebody say, we're going to do this. Amen. Why do I need to hear it? For me, I'm talking about myself. I said, just six, six bouts of it. Six courses will do you, do you good. Don't do me good, man. Jesus will do me good. Yeah. Now I'm talking about myself now. And my ridiculous faith that God has given me. Amen. The Bible says you heard. You just need to hear. Look, you, you know one thing I know? If you really, really want him to speak, he will, talk, he will speak to you. Now I'm, I'm being serious, people of God. I'm being serious. If you really, 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 really say, God, speak to me, he will. Amen? I'm not giving you the date or the time, but if you really want God to speak to you, he will. In my life, I've proven him time after time after time that God speaks to me, and he does. And he does. If I want a solution to a problem, I just need God to say, God, just quiet myself, just find time to pray, and ask him, and sincerely, genuinely, God, speak to me. Before long, I will get a verse. 
And then I will get a confirmation. God is alive, child of God. Are you with me? I said, God is alive. Somebody must have spoken to this woman that have you tried Jesus? Let me invite you today. Try King Jesus. Try him. Never fails. Hallelujah. When she heard about Jesus, she heard. And then she began to plan in her mind what she's going to do. Now what she was looking for, she wanted to touch the hem of his garment. And what those things are, they were tassels and what were in, 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 I don't know what was in those tassels or whatever it is, but it reminds the Jews of the promises of the word of God. And every time you see a, you, you see a, a Jewish leader or, or, or a priest or a rabbi, every time you see them wearing this, this garment with the tassels at the bottom, every time you see them, it reminds every Jew of God's promises towards their life. That's what the woman was looking for. She said in her mind, if only, if only I can touch the word, if only I can connect with the word of God, I know my life is going to change. If only I can, I, I want to make connection with the word. Of course, there's obstacles. Of course, she had to bend and, and humble herself and lie low. Of course, there was a crowd around him. What do you do? Dismiss the crowd, throw a bomb, and everybody runs away. And Jesus stands there and says, who are you that threw this bomb? Come to me. Or you find a way. Because where there is no way, God will make a way for you. Oh, yes, there's many things that will try to discourage you. But I tell you one thing that I found that where there's a purpose, there will be a plan. Amen. When you have a purpose in your life, there'll be a plan. And God gives you something, there'll be a plan to get there. She made up her mind if only I can touch the hem of her garment, I know, I know I'm going to be made well. Not maybe, yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, maybe. And by, by this time tomorrow, I'll be well, maybe, maybe. At least God will reduce this, this flow of blood. Probably will happen one month on. If it happens in January, then I will miss February. Then it will come back in March. And then probably April. And then I can have a break for summer so I can, I can go out with my nice skirts. And then it can come back in the winter. <laughs> oh, she said, this thing is going to go forever. Amen. The Bible says affliction will not rise the second time. Some of you, you need to wait bye-bye to affliction, never to come back. Are you with me? Because, you know, we have a song in Malay. Whatever God does, it is permanent. Oh, yes, there's a song in Iraq. Whatever God does, it is it's permanent. I don't have a temporary God. Bless today, not bless tomorrow. In my language, we could, we, 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 have you heard the story of Sule? We call that Sule. You know with the story of Sule? I don't have time today. I will tell the story of Sule. Let me tell you very briefly. Sule was an apprentice mechanic. And his, direct, his, his boss was asking him to look at the indicator. He said, does the indicator work? I want to stand at the back of the car and Sule tell me whether the indicator of this car works. And the guy went, it did work, you know they work, it did work, you know they work. 
Which means it's working, it's not working, it's working, it's not working, it's working, it's not working, it's working. You know, the indicator, you know, it's working as one. So that's Sule. I'm not a Sule in my life in Jesus' name. God works. Are you with me? God works. God works. Hallelujah. And that will remain a permanent testimony and a permanent confession in my life. If only. So she found a way. Found a way. Found a way. In the, middle, in the midst of the crowd, men of all kinds of feet and all kinds of, oh, hallelujah, glory to God. But ignore all those. Got on her knees. Got on her knees. And she made connection. When her faith connected with the word of God. Oh, oh. The Bible says, when she made that connection, Hallelujah. Immediately, the Bible even makes it. Bible says, you know, the, the, it wasn't just a flow; it was a fountain. See how the Bible describes the flow? A fountain. Do you know what a fountain is? See what this woman was suffering from. The fountain of blood was dried up. See that? Dried up. Boom! Stop! stop, stop. Wow. So something, I tell you, so something can obey God. Just dried up. I'm talking about instantly. Do you understand what I'm talking about today? And we live our lives sometimes that this God can do things for us instantly. Are these lies? Are they just stories to just make us feel good? Or the reality of who Jesus is and what he can do for our lives? Instantly, immediately. Immediately. Bible says the fountain of, of blood dried up. And she felt, she knew in her body that she was healed. You know what that is? She knew in her body that she was transformed. She knew. You know when you know, 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 you just know, you know. Wow. Nobody's going to convince you otherwise. You know. Amen. I know they were laughing at me. I'm sure because... I had one doctor, and that doctor told me that there's a group of doctors that he meets with. That they take, you know what they do? They take every case and they debate about it. They debate about it. They talk about it. They go into a meeting and they talk about it. And I'm sure when they come to my case, I say, you see that Nigerian boy? He's mad. He's mad. He's a mad guy. He's mad. Every time I, he, he doesn't even engage me in the face. Or when he engages me, he looks at me and says, that report you are reading is not mine. Eh? Find the owner of that rubbish. <laughs> I told the guy, whatever you are reading, it's not mine. I don't care. You can say whatever you want. Call me lunatic. Tell me I'm from Africa. Say whatever you want. That report is not mine. <laughs> say whatever you want. You can go to your office, call a conference, call the whole of Basin Hospital, call all the hospital in Thorok, bring them from Essex, bring them from Kent, even go as far as Surrey, go everywhere, come, you know, put my father in your middle, call me whatever you want. For me, I am healed. Understand? That was my from day one. That was my confession. When the guy was finally giving me the, the news that they actually we you, you actually you are you you are you are perfect. He 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 was he was he was like this. <laughs> Mr. Woyera, he's Mr. Woyera. We're so sorry, you know. So you're not saying sorry. Supposing I believe that rubbish. I'm telling. I'm not lying, child of God. He told me, he, he actually blamed the machines. 
He said the machine sometimes don't know what they're looking for. Blame the machine. Are you with me? Come on. The Bible says she was totally healed. And Jesus, verse 30, and Jesus immediately, you understand, there's a connection. Jesus immediately knowing in himself, he knew. Nobody told him, he just knew. Uh, Jesus, somebody, no, 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 no. Uh, when you talk, he will know. When, when you touch him, he will know. Ah, he will know. Amen. He won't need the angels there. Jesus, there's one of your daughters crying out there. Jesus would know that you've prayed some prayers, you've said some things. He will know. He won't need the angel to remind you. There's one, somebody who we know they're not really praying, but um, you know, can you just attend to them? But when you knock on Jesus, I'll tell you, he knows. Amen. Says, Jesus knew immediately, knowing in himself that power Power, something had gone out of him. Whoa, something left him. Hallelujah. The kingdom of God is full of the glory of God. That sometimes we need to let out or tap into it and bring it down. Bring the glory down. Bring the power down. Bring the anointing down. Bring it down so that we can use it for the glory of God. Something left him. Something left him. And of course, he had to ask, who touched my clothes? And they were making an excuse. Touch your clothes. Touch your clothes. This place full of people, full of the crowd, full of, you asking, say, no, 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 no. No, somebody touched me. Are you willing to touch him this morning? Are you willing to touch Jesus? Are you willing to connect to do something that will be noticed in heaven. Jesus said, power left me. Somebody has made a demand on me that I had no choice but to release it. That is what I call ridiculous faith. Where they have said no to you. Where they have mocked you. Where they are laughing at you. You go to church every Sunday, your situation is the same. I tell you in the name of Jesus, those days are coming to an end. Oh, yes. Those days are coming to an end. Oh, yes. You think they've heard about us? You think the world has heard about Kesling Temple? You're about to see God move in a powerful way. I'm telling you in the name of Jesus... This time next year, there will be many things that we will be celebrating because of the power of God upon us in the name of Jesus. I'm telling you, oh yes, we are wait. Oh yeah, 2015 will be a great year for us in this church in the name of Jesus. It will be a year of double, 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 double as we make demands. On the power of God. I am telling you. We're preparing ourselves. That's what we're doing. We're preparing ourselves. I believe in the spirit. There's a preparation going on. Oh yes, we're preparing ourselves. We are about to see. The unfolding of many things that God has said about us. We're about to see them happen. In our lifetime. You think you've seen anything yet? You wait. Mark it down. 
Mark it down. Say that this man said it. This man said it. There'll be so many things. We're just in preparation. We're in alignment. We're aligning ourselves for so many things that God said he's going to do. You will see things, child of God, in the same city, in the same place. Hallelujah. I don't think there's a building big enough for the kind of things that we're about to do. As we begin to gather and wait upon God and begin to praise him and begin to pray that you would not even need to be touched by anybody before miracles happen in your life. Mark it down. I am telling you. I am telling you. Oh, yes. Stand to your feet right now. My time is up. Father, we thank you. Come on, people of God. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Come on, stand to your feet. Just bless him right now. Just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him. Just bless him right now. Just bless him right now. In the name of the Just bless him right now. Just bless him right now. Just bless him right now. Just bless him. There's a preparation. There's a preparation going on right now. Hallelujah. I declare the 12 years is coming to an end. The 12 years. The 12 years are coming to an end. The 12 years are coming to an end. I declare over your life right now in the name of Jesus. 12 years of affliction. 12 years of affliction is coming to an end. 12 years of pain is coming to an end in the name of Jesus. I declare right now in the name of Jesus. 12 years, 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 12 years are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, years of affliction, years of suffering, years of lack, years of shortage are coming to an end in the name of Jesus. We're making connection with the word of God. Our God is good. Our God is good. Our God is good. Our God is good. Father, we thank you. Yes, keep praying. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. Keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying, keep praying. I see many people being released right now. I see many people being released right now. I see many people being released right now. In the name of Jesus, it's over. It's over. I declare to you, it's over. It's over. It's over. I declare to you right now, it's over. I declare it's over. I'm telling you right now, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, it's over. It's over. Coming to an end. Coming to an end. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. It's coming to an end. Oh yes, oh yes. Those things that you are seeing, those things that you are experiencing. Ah yes, they're coming to an end. It's ending. It's ending, church. It's ending. 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 Right now. It's ending. It's ending. It's ending. There's an end. There's an end. There's an end. There's an end. There's an end to it. There's an end to it. There's an end to it. There's an end to my affliction. There's an end to my affliction. There's an end. There's an end to my pain. There's an end. Hallelujah. I live with this child of God. There is an end to my affliction. Can you believe that? Why don't you say it? There is an end to my affliction. Say it again. Say it again. Give Jesus praise if you believe it.